Hey guys, it's Amon and Christina from Our Rich Journey. And you are listening to the Black Married and Debt Free Podcast. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's going on, everybody? This is Marcus, and I'm here with my lovely wife. Shira. And we would like to welcome you to another episode of the Black Married and Debt Free Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, uh, Shira, how are you doing today? Today is Saturday. For those yes. listening, we usually record on Sunday, but we had some free time today. Uh, how do you feel about recording on Saturday, Shira? <laughs> yes, free time is nice. The house is quiet. Yeah. So oh, that's nice. I appreciate that yeah how are you i'm doing pretty good we got to get out a little bit uh today and you know walked around and walked around had a good old time shire a little date night you know what i'm saying how'd you feel about the date shire a little day date oh look at me i didn't know it was a date but <laughs> <laughs> apparently it wasn't that good i mean we, no. i just thought we were hungry um but uh yeah it was nice no no actually it was nice um to try out a new place yes ran into ran into some people yeah which was cool. sometimes it's good to run into people but sometimes it's not right that great running into folks but right. when you run into people that you love yeah um then that always makes the day brighter yeah absolutely man you know just trying to get out and experience this our city and all it has to offer you know so yeah it was great it was great shire and um just great to just kind of unplug from the you know the world and work and all that stuff so it was great now let's talk about today's topic shall i was at the gym okay let me set the scene for you i was at the gym this morning doing my little i got hopped on the treadmill you know what i'm saying Shy, i don't usually do that hopped on the treadmill and i looked up at the tv and i was seeing all these riots like just like you know just dramatic footage of riots i'm like yo what's going on and under the headline it said something to the effect of france and the workers of france citizens of france protesting the movement of their retirement age so i immediately text you i was still on the treadmill it's like shire we gotta talk about this we gotta talk about this because this is a big deal um and there could be who knows there could be potential implications worldwide when stuff like this happens so i shot it to you and what did you think did you i know you immediately did some research what 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 did you unpack from this shire or should we unpack this together yeah well i looked it up and i said wow there are a lot of protests happening yes they shut the city down shy pretty much and um i was just i don't know i guess i felt curiosity yes and shout out to our global listeners we know we got some folks out there from france too so shout out to y'all but go ahead i'm sorry yeah so (laughs) it looks like they are increasing the retirement age 
from 62 to 64. Right. And I I don't know. I I think that um people have a lot of reasons to be upset. Yeah. I would certainly be upset. I mean, imagine being 61 and uh you know knowing that you're one year away right. from retirement and then all of a sudden this happens. Now, uh, the the other thing was how it was passed. Mm-hmm. I guess usually um, there's a vote, but in some instances... It was like an executive the, order almost, right? Yes, the president basically knew that it wouldn't pass if it was... Uh, if there was a vote yes. by parliament, and so... Uh, the president just pushed it through. Yeah. And I think that that um, ruffled some feathers oh, yeah. in the way that it was done. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the point is, is that I guess they would be seeing a, a deficit in their pension fund if they were to continue right. it the way that they have. Yes. I, and we, I think it's important to delve into how they how their retirement system works. But before we do that, my knee jerk reaction to like, look, they called it the black Thursday strikes were organized by several prominent trade unions. They shut down schools, railroad railways, refineries, and the Eiffel tower. So as I'm unpacking all this, and then I, I see the headline, like they push it back from 62, 64, I'm not going to hold you. My first thought is like, really, y'all? Y'all doing a whole lot. But then as you begin to explain to me like how their retirement system works, I was like, yeah, I'll be hot too. So I guess we could dig into exactly how their system differs from uh, works and then and then how it differs from ours. I think that was interesting. So yeah, break it down for me, Sean. Break it down. Yeah, so um, they have a social security system. Um, I guess similar to the way that the U.S. has a social security mm-hmm. uh, program, I guess. Right. I think that theirs is a little bit more um, comprehensive. Um, from what I've read, uh, most employees in France, they're taxed at a rate of around 22% of their gross income. And then something unique about France is that um, employers also pay into the pension. Mm. And, I mean, I've read that they pay a, a really high percentage of the employee's salary um, wow. into this program each year. Wow. Um, another thing, it sounds like France's pension program is, like, really comprehensive yes some would say one of the best um, in the world they have universal state health care they have high state pensions um Mm. and um just other benefits that come along with their package right and sure i guess for me i thought when they said pension it was like similar to our pension system but when you're breaking it down, it's more of like, it's like their social security system. So, okay, now this is what I want to do. Draw the parallel between them and us. So for us, we know we have, for retirement, we have like a three-pronged kind of thing. There's the pension system, the social security, 
which ours is not nearly as comprehensive as theirs. And then like 401s and 403Bs and all that kind of thing. Like that's going to help us retire. But for them, they were relying heavy on this pension social security program. Absolutely. Because they are, they're paying into it. And like I had mentioned before about the, the employer having to pay in, into it uh, on average, the employer's share of contributions represents 45% of the gross salary. So there, there is an enormous amount of money being yeah. placed into, you know, the, their pension plan. Yeah. And I would say probably, I mean, more, I mean, they can, they contribute at a higher rate than I would say that we do right. to ours percentage wise. And so, um, yeah, I mean, their pension plan is, is everything and they work many years to receive it. Yes. Um, many times, you know, they're working over 40 years to be able to draw from this pension plan. Wow. So it's about time served. That's the vibe I'm getting. It's, well, that's how all pensions are. It's okay. your, the amount of time that you put into it. Yeah. And then it's also, they look at your your um, highest earning years right. that help to uh, determine that and some other factors as well. But yeah, like they put so much into this program and yeah. it's just like, what more do you want, do you from, want from me? Yeah. What more do you want from me? <laughs> If you, you know, you have to, you have to contribute to this plan and it requires um, so much of their time and, and effort. So yeah. I can see why people are um, are a bit frustrated. Yes. Now, what I want to know, Shire, is why did the government do this? What 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 is the change that like, OK, you guys are going to retire. The retirement age is pushed back a couple years. How does that benefit the government? You know, so it says the new plan is more straightforward, increasing funds by making the French work longer. A recent public opinion poll found that over 60 percent of the French people oppose the plans, of course, um, which has united France's left and right. Okay, so that's the political side. But it says the planned reform would yield an additional 17.7 billion euros, 19 billion U.S. dollars in annual pension contributions, allowing the system to break even by 2027 so it feels like by pushing them back they're able to like spread the funds better so that they don't they don't end up in a deficit and and, and break end up breaking even right <sighs> and you yeah. know i don't know all of the ins and outs yeah they're, but i think that when the when a state or when a government makes these types of uh sweeping reforms mm -hmm. that there really needs to be an education piece that encompasses it. Yeah. And, um, I, I think that many times we think about today. Yeah. I want my benefit, you know, today, right. But what are the implications for tomorrow? What are the implications for your children? Yeah. What are the implications for your children's children? And, you know, but at the same time, it's just like, well, you know, in France, they there's reform, there's change. Right. But was this the only option? Was this the only the only way that it could have been approached? Yeah. Um. So it's it's really um, it's sad that they're going through this right, right now, but it's also 
somewhat empowering as well. Okay. To see that, you know, to see people come together right. to say, you know what, this isn't. This, this isn't right. This isn't right. Yeah. Um, that is dope because I don't even know. I don't see the United States. We're not united enough to like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I think if to they do were something like that, you think? I I I, I think, mean, we're gonna we're gonna march over a, uh, an unarmed killing of a brother, but I don't know. It has to be something pretty drastic to get us to, you know. I think this is definitely worth protesting over. I I I I foresee the U.S. Being in a similar situation sometime down the line, but what happens here in the U.S. is that we put the onus on the individual. Mm. If a person doesn't have money for retirement, we look at that person and say, "Wow, you must have made a lot of bad choices throughout your life," you know. And so we we play that we play that game here in the in the U.S. Whereas, you know, their situation this is a collective. They're all paying into this. They're all relying on this. Um, they've worked many years for this, yeah. and so their structure is just different. But here we do a lot of, well, you should have, well, you know, you should have just done things differently. Man, um, yeah. But, but uh, to your point, hasn't the Social Security age uh, risen here in the U.S.? Yes, and so I, I got like trending that way, possibly. Definitely trending that way. I got like three things that popped in my head during your last uh, when you were talking last. You raised some great questions, but yeah, I think we're trending that way too. the The benefit of our system, as opposed to theirs, is like we've been be- it's been beating into our head of like, man, Social Security might not even be there, or if it is there, it's gonna be just a little bit. Da da da. It's a sub- it's supposed to help you take the edge off your retirement, kind of so to speak. So when they do little things like push it back, we don't really like we like, well, you know, it's not as heavy on us. But I think France is using this tactic to push it back like that's measure one, Shire. Mm -hmm. Right. Which seems bad. But I think what would be worse is if they needed to lower the contributions in retirement or what we the what you're going to get as a retiree see that is the wor- that's a worse scenario well, in my opinion yeah i i see that but i don't i don't know what is all proposed in the plan yeah so i don't know that could it looks be like if you're just pushing and the you just got to work longer but yeah um that other piece but might I, be next. I also think that for our age group so folks that are in their 30s maybe their 20s or even their 40s mm-hmm. Um, we, we don't think that much about social security as a blanket statement. We've heard, we've heard a lot of people say, well, what if it's not here? Yes. But when you get to that age, you're going to need it. You're, you're going to want everything you got. You're going to need that money. Can yeah. you imagine what a loaf of bread will cost in 20 to 30 years? And so while we are, uh, really confident taking this into our own right, hands really confident building that, generational wealth <laughs> exactly right building generational wealth <laughs> taking this into our own hands yada 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 when you actually get there you may find that you need that social security benefit and we have a right to say we want our social security benefit because we are paying into it so why would i get to 62 mm. Or, you know, whatever age I decide to withdraw Social Security and not have it and then turn around and be okay with it. Yeah. After I've paid into it 
my entire working life, since I was a teenager, I've held a job right. consistently. So why would that be okay? We would be in the streets be mad too. protesting, just like those mm-hmm. folks in France. They're locking up people. Yeah. They're starting fires. They're shutting it down. Yeah. And I, I think that that's something that we would rally rally around and as well. And we'd, we'd have things to say as well. I agree, Shire. Uh, I kind of just had an off-topic thought. Okay. I think you might have mentioned it. It's quite interesting that uh, these folks are rioting and I'm not hearing too many why they tearing up their city that's that don't make no sense Yeah, it's y'all's block why y'all doing why that y'all messing up country? y'all own stuff but that's a whole nother conversation. I know. I, we don't have to have it because we we already know. <laughs> right. Come on, listeners. Know. We are we already we know. know. Yeah. Um, but we definitely are not seeing those those uh, those, headlines. those headlines. We're just Quite seeing yet. protests. We're not seeing. They're destroying their own country, and mm-hmm. you know. But anywho, those are those uh, double standards that exist in society, yes. unfortunately. Yes. Now, um, Shire. Okay. What you what you no, gonna say? No, go ahead. I was gonna say I gotta ask you this. First of all, you raised some great points about retirement. And I mentioned it to you. I'm like, Shire, you know, you project that I'm going to need this much in retirement. You know, jumping back to the U.S. retirement system. I'm going to need this much in retirement. And my 401k is this. You know, I got two million. I'm going to need two whatever million. Whatever your fire number, all that talk, right? But my biggest fear is that when I get to that, that whatever year that is, when I'm going to pull from retirement and let's say I do, let's say I sacrifice and I got my 2.5 million that made sense 20 years back. Hey, you need 2.5. That's going to be, that's going to get you where you need to be. Then I get there, but because things cost of living is so much more expensive, that turns out to not be enough. That would, that would be crushing. And that's like one of my worst fears when thinking about our retirement system. It's just like, how do we even know that it's going to be enough? You know what I mean? I think I expressed that to you today. Mm. And I didn't have any fear about that because there are many, there are many like calculators where you can like project, like if you save 2.5 million today, that it will be equivalent to X amount of dollars tomorrow, uh, tomorrow, or I'm not even sure if, if I said that correctly. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. There, there's things that project what the cost of living will be. What the cost of living will be and what the value of those dollars would, would be, be through the lens of today. But now what if something within that 20 year cycle, you know, ratchets it up higher than even our estimators are able to see right now? Do you don't, don't you think that's possible? Jack? I mean, just think about me. and You were laughing about when we got married 15 years ago. We picked up our lease of our first con, our first apartment, $529. You can't live on the street for five hundred and twenty nine dollars today. Well, you had me in a studio apartment, so let's not act like you were. It was glamorous. Well, absolutely, but it wasn't you, much. But you make a very, very valid point. Because now that studio apartment is going to cost you double what we pay fifteen years. Yeah, but you know, I, I think that what you are illustrating here is no matter how knowledgeable you are about money that mm. there's still a there's still a point in time where you might need to actually sit down with a, a certified financial yeah. planner and someone who is an expert 
I and love that yeah. what they'll do is they'll look at what you're saving and they'll run different types of probabilities mm-hmm. that your strategy, you know, this is going to work for you. Yeah. They'll, you know, so they'll look at different confidence levels. And right. So, so if you need that reassurance and at some point we all will need that reassurance that we're on the right track or we need someone to let us know, uh, yeah, you know what, you, you need, need to. to be factoring in what your taxes will be like once you retire. Right. And so then that's when Ooh. we want to work with a professional, with a, professional. a licensed professional who is a fiduciary mm-hmm. who can provide us you know, that insight. So we don't have to sit back and wonder for the next 20 years. Yeah. Am I doing this correctly? Am I on the right track? Yeah. That's a good point. Shire. All right. Well, I got to ask you this. I need to know. In hand number one, hand number one in my left hand, I have France's system, right? Their retirement system that is pension based it, it, I'm guessing it's going to pay you over the, your life, right? An annuity style that you have paid into during your working life. And after retirement, they will pay you until your death. Or the United, in my right hand, I have the United States system. That is, we give you, we take away Social Security, we give you a little bit of something that bad. Maybe you work for the government, United States government. Or maybe you work for the state or your county where there's a pension in place. Or you go with your 401 and you do your self-investing, right? Roths and 401s, 403Bs and all those things. Which system, if you can only pick one, which one are you going with? I would go with... Um I would probably go. This is all hypothetical. I got to stutter. I'm stuttering. Yeah, I got to stutter. I'm stuttering. Um, I would probably go with France. The, the and, okay. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, definitely. And one of the things I was literally googling as you were asking me that question was the life expectancy mm. and the life expectancy for someone in France is 82 years and then when in in america on average is 76 years so they're living longer yeah yeah. probably less stress less obviously less stress right you know this is a high stress country i think our state is like really high stress high stress like for no reason but it's a more stressful atmosphere yes so that's what i would be choosing i just need a relaxed quality of life and I don't want to have to worry about how I'm going to afford health care. Right. And that would be covered. I'm not mad at you, Shy. That actually sounds better. I think about the cynic in me thinks about, man, you really are giving a, a lot of trust into the government. You know what I'm saying? Whereas with us, a lot of trust in the government in they can adjust it before you retire, like we're seeing now. They could push you back two years just because I signed an executive order. Or you could be getting it. You could be in retirement and they make some big sweeping change and you're just like, huh? Whereas with us, it's what you put in, you'll be able to get out. But uh, with that, you're right. It's so much stress. It's so much anxiety. Like The journey to the get journey there. The journey to there is just... 
You'll be gray, bald. You'll be everything else by the time. <laughs> Possibly. You know, so. Yeah, that's interesting, Shire. Yeah, I, I think that this situation is worth keeping an eye on. Yes, you know, I absolutely and, do. You know, I think it's great to be informed yeah. and to learn what's happening um, in other countries because mm-hmm. it will be at our doorsteps or it could be yeah. at our doorsteps in the next whoever whoever right. knows i think it's very unpopular to touch social security like mm-hmm. nobody wants to touch social security don't mess no with, president don't mess with wants to touch social security right but there could come a day when the math just isn't mathing yeah. and what what is going to happen and yeah. what will we do in response as citizens very well pushed i and no, no more yeast to add to this one well, if you all enjoyed this episode of the Black Married and Debt Free podcast, do us a huge favor and leave us a five star review on whatever platform you're listening. Uh, we need to get these reviews up, y'all. If y'all love us, if y'all got any love for us, y'all need to get off this podcast and go give us a five star review if you Please. haven't already. If you have already, thank you. Thank you. All right, Shire. Well, I think that's it for me. I ain't got nothing more, nothing more to say. We up out of here. Peace. Bye.